Welcome to Creative on Purpose Live. This show helps you lean into endeavors that matter by leveraging your curiosity, engaging your courage, and cultivating your creativity. Are you ready to make a difference? This show helps you step into your what's next with integrity and intention. It's time to be creative on purpose. This season is called Local Focus, and my guests are artists and creative entrepreneurs from in and around my hometown of Floyd, Virginia. These are friends and neighbors carving out a living in rural America with passion and purpose. I'm your host, Scott Perry, author of Endeavor and founder of Creative on Purpose. Let's meet today's guest. <laughs> Excuse me, Aaron and Ann Pond, welcome to the broadcast. Please tell our viewers who you are, what you're up to these days, and where we can connect with you to learn more. Hey, Scott. Uh, my name is Aaron Vaughn. We uh, first moved to Floyd back in 2004. And uh, after a few years of just working in the local uh, economy here, Ann decided to start making jewelry. And she started making just a few pieces at a time. And 12 or 13 years later, I lose track. We actually uh, have a small thriving business. We're, we're glad to say here in Floyd, where we employ local makers. We've got about eight or nine makers on staff that help make our jewelry and as well as three or four support staff. And we sell all over the U.S., which is pretty awesome. So we have stores across America. Uh, we have our own website, and we also do a lot of in-person retail shows. Um, so it's really exciting, and it's really fun to be part of the Floyd community and able to create uh, jewelry and have it go all over the place, too. Mm -hmm. um, I've always had a passion to create, but I never thought I'd be able to make a living making art. So I went to school for teaching, um, and it really prepared me to be able to do what I do. I taught for eight years and loved it. But after having children of my own, wanted to be able to stay home, bring in some income, but be in their lives. Um, little did I expect for it to take off as it did. Um, and I sometimes regret how much time that has taken away from my family. Um, but things have shifted quite a bit over the time. We have an incre incredible staff that um, I design with. Um, we aim to elevate and work with creating what our company is going to become. Um, yeah, I think that about summarizes it. Yeah, a couple, a couple years ago, we went through a process. Uh, you know, we just kind of making jewelry and just, um, you know, trying to make money and do shows and add more shows. And a couple years ago, we went through a process. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, by this guy called Gino Wickman. It's the traction process. Went through that process and kind of self-implemented it. I really feel like as a company that really helped kind of dial in exactly what our goals and our values were. Um, and it really put us into us the importance of really elevating all the people on our staff to this. So anyway, that was pretty transformative and that was a fun process and really kind of helped put us on our current course too. Awesome. Well, what I love about what you're saying is how part, as is often the case, it sounds like you kind of backed into a creative enterprise that turned into a business or you took uh, you, the turning it into a business kind of was a stumbling into it wasn't um, the original <laughs> yeah stumbling's a good word i just was trying to make a little extra yeah well and that's often the case with creative endeavors okay. i mean you don't uh, for most of us that are doing any it's nice to have an aim uh, a, a point that you're heading for but you know the, the truth is you can never know with any certainty where you're going to end up so you kind of set your sights on the horizon and then you start stepping into the possibilities and then opportunities and challenges and situations and circumstances present but, themselves but i i know from our talks 
Aaron, uh, about the process that you talked about. And there was, there was a point at which it appears that you became much more intentional about how you were going to um, go forward with something that just seemed almost to have accidentally turned into a business. So I would love for you, well, maybe first for you, and to talk just about, just a little bit about why, you know, why jewelry, why, you, you know, how just the creative piece came together and how, uh, how, how it felt to turn a creative enterprise into, and see it unfold into a business. And then Aaron, if you want to speak to that process of becoming much more intentional about growing that enterprise. So, um, being in a flow state when you're creative and you forget about everything and you gain that momentum feeds me. Um, at the beginning of the day, I have a lot less ideas than I do say, at three or four and momentum gains. I like to try to explain to people it's kind of like running a marathon. In the beginning, it's hard to get started. But once you gain that momentum and you have that flow experience, you don't want to stop. And if you do stop, it's not like you can pick it up like an office position, go to lunch and come back and, and um, pick up where you left off. So having that experience um, is a real blessing. And I absolutely love to find beautiful things, put them together, have that experience. And then on the other end, you know, you may in the beginning, it was all one of a kind and I still primarily make one of a kind. And Inevitably, I end up meeting most of the people that just have to have that. And it's a nice full circle connection for me. I love what you were, uh, the, what you just said there about the momentum piece, because so often when I'm talking to people that dream of or aspire to turn a, a passion into a profession, um, they fall into the trap that thinking that the passion is enough. And if you're going to turn a creative enterprise into a business, that's going to be a longer journey than you ever anticipated. And there are so many challenges and obstacles that you can't even possibly think of that are going to come up. And I have found that passion just isn't enough. Passion can't power is a, is a finite resource. And when the passion runs out, the, the dream sort of suddenly becomes a nightmare and, and uh, it, it can become a real grind. Mm -hmm. But what you are saying is that by engaging in meaningful work and developing that flow state and then discovering that it was by employing yourself into, into something, it, you actually were bringing meaning to the work. And the natural outcome of that was passion and purpose. And when you approach creative enterprises or any kind of work in that way, then then passion becomes a renewable ex, uh, resource. You, you get more as you do more because you are doing work that's meaningful and important and significant. So just a, just a really brilliant insight. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. So, so as Anne is over there, Aaron, uh, creating meaning and creating beautiful things and people are expressing an interest in buying them, uh, you are talk, think, thinking about traction and growing and leveling up. And so t just uh, give us a little, a little taste of how sure. the, the big picture of how you were approaching the intention 
part of the growth. Sure, absolutely. Well, I want to first say that it's Anne that actually brought the whole traction concept. She actually had found the book and she's she's able to sit there making jewelry, listen to podcasts all day. So she comes back to me with all these I amazing ideas and I'm like, what is that? Okay, just fill me in, fill me in. So she actually found the traction concept. Can we back up? Yeah, yeah, sure. So we have points if not all businesses, you are survival mode, right? You mm-hmm. grow a business, all of a sudden it's growing, 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 and you are surviving. And you're in a stress state, right? Systems are in place. It's chaos. You're exhausted. It's not pretty. And I kind of looked at my husband and I said, I'm done. I'm totally done unless we change everything. And I've listened to a lot of books because there's a lot of books. A lot of great Gino really gave a wonderful skeleton to uh, use as a business um, model, so to speak, that we could start with. And it would get us connected, um, develop some accountability, have a way for us to discuss issues that arise and solve them. And um, I would say we probably implement 60% of it. Um, But it has been tremendous. And I think what we loved most about yeah, I mean, it really, the core value side of it and really looking and helping through the traction process develop in our core focus of what the business is really helped us kind of look ahead and say, what are we here for? Sure, we're here to make beautiful jewelry. That's great. I mean, Ann's got a gift to do that and we can train people to do it. And we're fortunate to have amazing customers, wholesale customers with their stores and retail customers. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, why are we doing it? We're just making a thing that people are buying, and we need a little bit more meaning than that. Yeah. So that traction process, not only did it give us like a regular stepping point in meetings to be able to look ahead to goals and try to meet the goals, but really kind of wrap our head around the picture of what our values and our core focus is to be able to say why we're in it. And our core focus is really about creating connections. Like that's what we came up with through that Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And the creating connections kind of speaks to everything we do. So it's not only just making jewelry where you're physically making connections to create the product, but you're actually creating connections with all your vendors that we work with from overseas in the United States, all of our customers, all of our employees who we really invest a lot of time and energy in to help grow them too. So, you know, why are we on this earth? It's not just to make a product and sell it, right? We're here to actually bring joy to people. But for us as a company, we've identified that creating those connections with people and just imagine a root system going in the ground. And that's really what it is for us that kind of drives us and makes us feel like this is a worthwhile suit yeah i love well you brought in the other vital piece i think Aaron, which is the integrity piece and as um we've already discussed you know when your passion rubs up against the realities of of becoming a business it can you can very quickly lose sight of your values because in the pursuit of keeping the whole enterprise afloat Mm-hmm. Being in survivor mode, as Dan was discussing, you you can find yourself, and I certainly have I have found this in my music career, where you're just you're making decisions based on desperation and urgency, not right. based on <laughs> purposefulness and intent. Right. And so exactly. that idea of having a way of keeping yourself centered and making and ha- and and identifying what those values are. Mm-hmm. So 
I want to unpack that a little bit more as we also dive into this other piece that's come up already, which is you guys have spoken about the importance of, of community within your enterprise, but also being a part of the community here in our, in, in our town of Floyd. Um, and that connection is a really vital part of your business model, connecting connection to your, the folks that are in your employee, but connections to your customers as well and mm -hmm. your vendors and, and so forth. Um, so what are the, the, any insights or any um, processes or strategies that you have for, for kind of lots of businesses set up vision statements that are full of all the words that we know we're supposed to use, mm -hmm. but it's, does, you don't have to look long to find businesses that are doing things that are completely antithetical to what they say they are here for. Right. Um, and as small business owners or, you know, and, and creative entrepreneurs and solopreneurs or, or just small enterprises, we have a little bit more control. So how do you, how do you maintain that, that connection to the things that you hold dear in terms of your values and your integrity? Yeah. Great question. Yeah. We hire on those values. We review on those values. We use the word. Um, there's four main core values that we surround our company on. Overall was the core focus and creating connections. Mm -hmm. But being committed to continual growth, both ourselves and encouraging, providing opportunities for our employees to grow. Um, being loyal to one another. Um, exemplifying tenacity. And that's a, it has two sides to it. But in our work, it's incredibly important. And the last one is being mindful in all that we do. And that's absolutely critical to do our job well. And so when issues come up, if they come up, um, they all go back to those core values. It's one of those things that um, need attention. Mm -hmm. um, but we use them a lot. We have them all around our studio. Yeah, yeah, we do have them posted. I mean, one of the things too, and again, I felt like Gina Wickman should get a cut from this uh, podcast so far, but going back to the traction process, that's actually one of the part of your quarterly meetings is that you actually review those and really, so they stay fresh in your mind. It's not something that's going to get lost in a binder on a shelf, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think we're and even, yeah, and we're even working with the local, um, just as far as the hiring process goes, we're working with the local workforce development board to try to develop some uh, interview questions that really pulls in those to get a sense of the people maybe already represent those kind of values in addition to some other things too. So we're really trying to integrate them all throughout just to really make sure the team that we have, because we are so, uh, we are so personnel heavy. We have a pretty big team for a small business because we can't make everything. So we really want to make sure we try to identify those people that either have those core values or the nuggets of those that can really be really integrate well with who we are. So uh, this this reminds me of a story I like to tell about being a band leader. The first band I ever uh, I was ever the leader of, I hired all of the best players. Turned out that <laughs> all of the best players were complete jerks. <laughs> and um, that band, um, although we sounded great, um, it was a nightmare to be a part of, and it didn't right. last long. And so the hard lesson I learned was um, you. A player that's a great player but allows a human being, it's very difficult to train them to be a good human being. But a good human being who's not yet a good player can very quickly be trained to become a better player. Right. And it 
and that process is is much more enjoyable. So I love what you're saying about um, persistence and and brought in the idea of presence or mindfulness about just mm-hmm. being really intentional. There's a, a favorite quote of mine um, that I would love for your take on as as we're kind of wrapping up the last 10 minutes here. I have this quote from Marcus Aurelius that I really love called, love the humble art that you have learned and take rest in it. And what he's talking about is the art of being a human being. And what it means to be a human being for Marcus was to uh, recognize his social responsibilities for his fellow human beings and to also his responsibility to be cultivating the art of living, the art of living well, the art of cultivating character and excellence. Mm -hmm. And I keep that top of mind because as I have done a bunch of different things as a creative person and as a, as a self-employed person, you know, people say, well, are you in B2B or are you in B2C? And I, I always answer, well, I'm actually in H to H. And they say, well, what the heck is H to H? And that's human to human. Oh, I like that. Ultimately, all business endeavors, all marketing endeavors, all creative enterprise is about human to human connections, communication, collaboration, what have you. So when you approach things that way, again, it's tied maybe a little bit to the integrity piece, you know, corporations can misbehave because even though they are not human beings, they are given the status of being a human being or the rights, the legal rights of, of, of human beings. But when you treat every exchange as a human to human exchange, you don't have any wiggle room for turning your back on uh, your values and, and your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear that just in, in what you're both saying about the way that you're connecting with the hiring process, mm-hmm. the training process, the, uh, the, the content creation process and all yep. that. Yeah. Keeping it, keeping it. I love that human to human. I think it's great. Um, keeping it people first is, you know, the most important things. One of the things that we really focus on, you know, people talk about customer service, but we really try to live it. Like our, our thought of customer service is really just trying to take our customers and blow their minds. Like how much can we exceed their expectations and really just make their day. And we probably get responses, which just warms our hearts. Like, once every week or two, just like of some instance that 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 has happened, you know, I still get you know some website feedback directly to my email, so I can find out like keep a pulse on like what's going on with like how customers are receiving their product and everything else. So it's a cycle, and we're all you know you're exactly right. Everything that we do is is from one person to another, whether it's and that's how relationships are made, whether it's in the business or personal world. And that's all, that's what we're all about is just relationships in this, in this life. Right. So it's the most important thing. I like what you brought up. I think you mentioned the word delight and that's, you know, at the end of the day, we all have, we're all making promises and telling stories that we, uh, to people that we hope need to hear them and hope will benefit from colliding with, you know, what we have on offer. But the, um, the only way to really stand out, above the transactional quality of, of these exchanges is to also bake in that delight, that remarkability, that piece Mm -hmm. that is worth uh, that, that they decide is worth talking about, worth, Mm -hmm. worth worth sharing. Um, Really, really important. So we're coming up on the end of our time together. I am going to ask you um, both to respond to a question that I've been 
uh, asking all of my guests this season. But uh, just before we get to that, um, Anne or Aaron, any any closing thoughts on uh, where you're at now or, or what's next for Anbon Designs? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, sounds good. I, I do want to say one thing, um, just a bit of advice, and this is just from being in it for 13 years. If you're a creative and you're really starting your business and you know, you, I know you're doing the bootstrapper workshop right now with Seth Godin and Scott. Um, but really, that's really what allowed us the flexibility and the um, to be able to start off and not get too over our heads with any kind of like debt or anything like that. I mean, that's literally what we did was bootstrap it. It was one world arts and craft show after the other um, that really helped us build it and build it. And then we invest a little bit more money into it. And it just kind of cycled up. So the curve of doing that takes longer as a creative, mm -hmm. but I would also say you learn a lot on the way. And if you try to really jump in full and take on a lot of debt at the beginning, you're not going to learn as much and you could put yourself more at risk. So I'm grateful for where we came and I know it's different for everybody, but I just want to say that that's like a little tidbit from way back that really, um, I think helped us get started. So, um, and as far as for the future, I mean, we are, we're excited. Um, we have, got systems where we're creating our new fall collections right now and really getting digging into those right now. And um, we have um, a, a bigger presence uh, with our wholesale stores this year and really reaching out to a lot of new different stores. So there's a lot of new things that we're trying and the list is kind of long, but um, we're excited with everything's going for 2019. He covered it. <laughs> well, actually, you're, I'm not going to let you off the hook because Thank Aaron, you. Thank Aaron, you. Aaron has already answered my last question. So. <laughs> and what is one tip or piece of advice that you'd leave listeners with to help them fly higher in an endeavor that makes a difference? Um, take care of yourself. Take, ooh, I like Self care it. is incredibly important. I literally, I had two young children and a business I didn't expect to start. So I didn't really know what that meant. And um, your health is number one, the most important thing. And the more you can teach yourself and surround yourself with people you love and do the things that you love every single day, not just on vacation, um, the health is And that's really what I love about. I love it. Yeah, so we've actually been talking all around one of my favorite subjects, which is this idea of empathy. And we have to have empathy for the people that we're working with and that we're working for and the customers and so forth. But empathy always um, begins with ourselves, because if we can't be nice to the person that we are, it's very difficult to be nice to the people that we hope to understand and serve. So beautifully stated. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Anne and Aaron and I appreciate you lending us some of your valuable time and attention. We hope that today's broadcast motivates you to lean into an endeavor that matters with greater curiosity and courage. You can learn more about Aaron and Anne Bond Designs at Anne Bond Designs. Anne Bond Design. And Facebook. Absolutely. And Very if you good. Want to get into Facebook family and Bond Designs? And Bond Designs Facebook family uh, is another place where you can get the inside scoop on what we do. Oh, fantastic. And of course, it's always great to hear from you at becreativeonpurpose.com. Now, go out and make a difference and keep flying higher. Anne and Aaron, thank you so much for being a part of today's broadcast. Thank Thanks, you, Scott. Bye.